picked up. I'm not know. good. I'm not good at geography. Let's see if that's something that. we have in common. Cartographers. I I um no Mark speaking about and his, I was getting all these brochures from different colleges senior year of high school, and I uh-huh. got one from like University of Harford. And I was like, Psh, I'm not going to school in Canada. <laughs> oh my god, Dave! Did you like say that on purpose? No, he was dead serious. That was legit. I you mean, know, you and, weren't wrong. And you, you wouldn't t- have been going to school in Canada. He wasn't. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 20 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Another fabulous opening. I'm your host, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two boys who love reading to their mothers. Dave Grimma, uh-huh. Dan Colonna. <laughs> Nobody's going to call you out on the fabulousness. It's always yourself. You're like, yeah. man, that was fabulous. Well, I always feel like I need to change how the intro sounds, and then it just always comes out like this, like jazz hands. Yeah. It's pretty also, fabulous. Not that it's a bad depending, thing. Depending on your interpretation of fabulous, the quality yeah. could be really fabulous, and then you're just pompous because you're calling yourself fabulous. It's a fine well, line between pompous and fabulous, I will say. Less glitter. Well. Less glitter. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at the very least, how's everyone doing? You know, all right, all right. I, I'm gonna let Dave start. <laughs> Tell us, Dave. Okay. Give us some musings. What's of going your on, life. Dave? I want to hear t- how you are first. Uh, um, I'm all right. I've been okay. I was. I had some general musings that I thought I'd like to share. I love. I was Dave thinking, general musings. <laughs> I was thinking about um the old Nickelodeon shows that we all loves growing up those like you know game and sports ones and, and I was ones thinking that about, uh, some of us base our gamer tags off of yes like, exactly like like mark magro craig for the aggro craig for, for oh, guts. Drop my exactly thumb. anyway right, so of all the hosts who like from like nick arcade and uh from guts and double dare like i was trying to think who had the most like successful career there was the olympic you know? swimmer girl yeah i mean yeah, from Figure It Out, you're thinking about Summer Sanders. Uh, but I was, yeah, I thought that's an yeah. obvious answer. <laughs> yeah, she was, she's she's definitely up there, but she's like the difference is like she came down from Olympic swimming to figure it out. I'm talking about. Uh, pe- I don't think that's a step down at all. I think that's a parallel move. Olympian, okay. figure it out. Very similar. Mm. I, I think which I loved. If the Lori Beth, <laughs> I'm Lori joking Beth would, for the record. Not Lori Beth serious. would definitely steal all those gifts away from those kids because she would always figure it out like right right before they win the grand prize <laughs> and then the, what was no what was the show where the kid from uh pete and pete would just be like slide me <laughs> yeah the figure it out was that figure it out yeah oh, with, the secret, right. with the secret slime action anyway i told you guys i, I met saying, him right oh yeah no. you did yeah i, I mean, went to um i had like a book thing at bards and noble and there was another author and her that's her boyfriend and I'm looking at him. I'm like, I know this kid. Where do I know him? And then it was like, oh, Pete and Pete. Wonder if he's got that Petunia tattoo. He does it, and he's uh, got another podcast that's like yeah. the Adventures of Mike and whatever. And Pete. I don't know. So Mike and Pete. I don't know. Anyway, continue. Well, Mike and Mike. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, Mike and Mike. <laughs> no. But uh, anyway, what I was saying is like, because I was thinking it might be Mike O'Malley of Guts. Like, yeah, was, I was going to say the same he's, thing. He had his own show. And he was on right. Parenthood also. Like he he's been on was a bunch of different Parenthood? shows since there. Yeah, no, he was I, the the one that Lauren Graham sometimes dates, who worked at the coffee shop. I wonder if he was ever romantically involved with Mo. Um, I remember there's some really like there's some interview where she was alluding to like being quite crude 
like backstage and stuff like that. So who knows? He was or she was? No, that Mo was. Yeah. With that voice? Yeah. I'm surprised she doesn't do like commercials now. Yeah. Like subtly. Like, I don't know who that is. I don't know half of these names. Like, you don't know back Mo? to you, Mo. The green team the has 400 you, points, 300 points. It's Moira, Moira Quirk. That, she Moira had a Quirk. name? Yeah. She, Google Moira Quirk. She was amazing. I, not right now. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> when we're not recording the best podcast on well, the internet. Well, I'm sorry that so many of these Nickelodeon hosts didn't really get their 15 minutes I think, beyond that. Because like Mark Summers, he just does like like Food Network things, I think, now. Right? Doesn't he have OCD That's pretty successful, though. I mean, it is. He, like, he does like weird compilations of stuff. Like, okay. like it'll be like... Like, I, I would watch a special that was, like, 50 songs with the word love in the title, and he was the host of that. Like, he just did weird other hosting duties and stuff. That sounds there. like quality programming right there. I would watch I it, mean... though. I would consume the <laughs> hell out of it. That's, like, one of those, like, shows that used to be on VH1. It's like, I love the 90s. Remember, like, slap bands? Weren't those the bomb? Slap it? <laughs> yeah. Those are the bomb. I have a slap band. We all old slap Because bands. of you two. Yeah, we yeah. bought them. Anyway. And so that's interesting. I'm glad you've been that's thinking how Dave's back been to sending his free time. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dan? What have you been up to? Oh, man. So actually, right before we recorded, my friend Dave decided to shout, shout out Dave. I know you're like Some... one of the, peop- the three people I know who listen to this. Thank you. Um, we were playing Nidhogg Ooh. on PS4. He bought a PS4 pretty much for this game. He moved to Tennessee recently. And I'm not saying my day was bad. But if it was, it got turned completely around. Oh, boy. Because it is so much frustrating fun to play Nidhogg. Have you guys ever played Nidhogg? I've heard good things. It's like a joust thing, right? It's like a fencing game. It's a fencing game, Uh which also includes hand-to-hand combat and oddly designed levels that make you jump around and attack each other. And it's fun. It's so much fun. So and and the rounds are quick and basically the the point of the game is to run all the way to the end and get eaten by this snake. I think that's the Nidhogg, actually. The The Nidhogg. Yeah, Yeah. but wow, great game. Would you say it's like on the same level as like Towerfall Ascension? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, is it it's online multiplayer? Nidhogg is like one v one, I think only, right? Yeah, Nidhogg is one v one, and it is multiplayer online and also local. So it's fun. I put it. Uh, I put it on the same level as like uh, what was that game called? Dive Kick. Dive Kick. Yeah. Yeah. Kick. <laughs> well, this it's sounds about next that time, complex. Next time the three of us are in a room, maybe that would be something to do. Definitely. It's like I hate you. This is so much fun. I hate you, and then that's how it goes. Well, usually it's just I hate Dave because he wins all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. For the oh, I just smacked my mic. For the uh, for the record, it wasn't Dave. This Dave, it was a different Dave. Uh, yeah. There I fi- are many I Daves that. in my life. <laughs> yeah, I think it was clear and, um, when I said I'd never played Nidhogg that obviously it would have been right. a different Dave. But, you know, I thought it was right. a thank you for the whatever semantics. Semantics. <laughs> so besides that, I've been playing Pokemon like crazy. It's it's a, it's a problem. Have you? But and Dave I have had to be any Dave's more team. Like, let's not talk about encounters. it. Let's not even. <laughs> it's it's become. Dave is now exploring other teams. He's just, just like, just let's see how else I can beat Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I've beaten Dan this way, but that is boring. Now yeah. I will beat Dan with one hand tied behind my back. Oh, Basically. So, but well, I've got some surprises in store for you, Grimma. Oh, oh sure. boy. And let's just say one of them glistens a little louder than the others. For the record, Dave looks very nervous right now. He looks intimidated. He and shaking. That's right. Shaking he in his booty. It's just cold in this room. <laughs> mm. 
So, oh, I have another thing. I'm sorry, guys. I just want to keep talking about you myself. Don't have to I've been watching The Flash. Oh, it's it's quite fastly becoming one of my favorite TV shows. Isn't it amazing? It's a really shocking how good it is, wouldn't you say? Stop. Just so quick. No. <laughs> right? I, I just I could run with these all night. I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> That took Mark a second to digest you didn't realize. No, dude, I've been watching it while I work because that's how I'm a professional and um Totes. it's such a good show. I'm seventeen episodes deep and it's they really get, good. Though all those episodes they go by in a blur. <laughs> right? Come on. Oh um, no. When I was right. watching it, I, I had I had one thing that I I thought about. I may, I may have mentioned this on the podcast. I don't I don't remember, but I was just thinking that like the way that he's always running in and out of buildings, like mm-hmm. all these doors should be like broken. Like he's he is <laughs> right. not slowing down to open these doors. They should like be flying off hinges, hitting somebody <laughs> in the face. Like he's definitely breaking all the doors that he you know yeah. Deals with like a on a daily basis. Like a what should we call it? Guy like a doll in store and company, and like their phones are ringing. Like I don't understand how's this business is booming right now. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's, it's that's been good. a real uh, red mm-hmm. fast guy. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I have to say that was one of the best puns you've ever produced. Thank you. I really thought about it beforehand. Oh. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, that's it for uh, me. All right, and then f- for me. Uh, what if I, I wrote down my list? I had things to talk about. They're not all game related. So oh, okay. today's diatribe is today's that. Di- no, it's not too much of a diatribe. But um, <laughs> so I've only ever uh, supported one Kickstarter my entire life, and it was Fan Gamer, great website. I have a lot of art from cool. there. I love their T-shirts. Great plate bill. I feel like I would have been friends with them as a child because we liked all the same games, and they did this Kickstarter for taking like when you think of like player's guides, like I used to use player guides a lot, like now not so much because there's the internet, Avi, but one of the best player's guides ever was earthbound. And I don't know if like there were more ones like that was the most unique one I always saw where it's a player's guide, but it almost treats it like a, like a travel book. Like you're traveling here, look at all these, it works, but it's like, it has that like angle to it. Mm -hmm. So they started a Kickstarter where they kind of recreated it with all this like original art and all these things, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And two years later, it showed up. And I finally got hey. it. And it, you guys can't see it because it's an audio podcast, but I'm holding it right now. And awesome. it's so good. And it's like, it has real maps and all these little articles and all these new, like, like art, like artistic re- representations, all these different well-known scenes. And it's so good. So very, very happy with my support of them. Um, I've been playing, I played through the campaign of XCOM 2, okay. that I alluded to last time. Yeah. So. What happened? What, what, what was our fates? Well, here's. Well, I'm, or you are already dead, so. Well, here, here's what occurred. Yeah. So I played through, I got about, you know, like six to eight hours in the campaign mm. and it, it was so hard. I literally had to restart because I was team wiping every time, every mission. Mm. Like I really tried kind of sticking to them it's like let me just i didn't put iron man mode on but i was like let me just let happen happen and Uh. it got to the point where like because i was still figuring out the systems and what you know discoveries will lead to what upgrades it turned out the yet like the alien forces were just stronger than me and my teams kept getting wiped so i like restarted uh i made a majority of the overwatch characters as my team and i made you two 
And I'm right. sorry to say, Dan, you didn't make it. I had a feeling. It was an epic it was an epic battle. There was this VIP. How, what, what happened? Dan was a ranger, just... you said? Dan was a ranger. And ah. um there was I heard, this VIP. O- I heard that was like an OP class too. Well, it is, especially when you get like further along the line, but this was kind of a little early. Early. Okay. I didn't have like the upgraded armors and stuff like that. So there's this VIP mission where you have to get this VIP to a certain area by a certain amount of turns. Okay. And once you hit the certain amount of turns, it's you know, it's done. It's the, okay. the mission ends. So technically, I guess, Dan, you didn't die. But oh, good. what happened was I sent you, you cease kind to of, live. You, well, no, you, I sent you on like a flanking run, so to speak. Uh-huh. And you kind of like covered us. And I was really running low on turns and I, I didn't have enough turns to get you back. Oh, so you were captured. But then oh. I, I never got you back. So you sent me on a suicide mission to defend the team. Well, you okay, sacrif- that's pretty heroic. You sacrificed yourself. It was very noble. I mean, you sacrificed me, but yes. I'm the hero. You were yeah. the hero of that match. Okay. We, er- I- we erected a statue in your honor. <laughs> and well, I mean, I- getting me out of encampment would be nice, too. <laughs> right. You know. And you're probably Whatever. not the same person. They probably body snatched you. They oh. kind of got all up inside Is you. Is that how that works in XCOM? Well, it's like... You get these then opportunities later on to possibly free people. Like Zarya huh. got captured, but I was able to get her back. I never had the opportunity he, to get you know, her Because he really liked Zarya. He wanted to well, make sure she, Zarya she, the opportunity was available. But um, <laughs> I liked... One of the things I really liked about it, like, it's it's kind of similar to XCOM, you know, the first one and Enemy Within. Like, mm-hmm. but I liked how much more... It's literally my favorite thing about it, how much you could really customize all the characters. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of fun with that. And who else died? Hanzo didn't make it. Oh, uh, Mark! I know. It's like so. You were like, I oh, died, Mark. and my favorite Overwatch character died. Yes, uh, Junkrat died, and okay. Roadhog died. So it was very fortunate, okay. but it was good. The biggest thing, though, like the load times were atrocious. Mm. Like by the time you launch a mission to the time it starts the mission, three minutes. That's a long time. I yeah. you, sometimes stare. with that, like I almost turned the game off. Just be like. Yeah, I do. I really want to play this still. Like, like you start having doubts. Yeah, it, like it got to that point. Like I hit a point where I was like, "Oh my god, everything takes so long." That sucks. But it, it was enjoyable. Like, I, especially just like building up all these characters. Mm-hmm. It, it was fun. What uh, um what uh, what WWE or F um wrestling game that we used to play that had insanely bad load times because of the customization that we used to do. On the characters. I just remember, like, a... if we put in, like, two custom battlers against each other, it would just take, like, five to ten minutes to load the match. It was a PS1 game. Yeah. I, I don't think it was... I don't it was remember probably it was the called. first one that allowed it, right? Raw, maybe? Was it Raw? I don't remember. I don't remember what those were called back then. Was it the one where you can customize all your moves? You could. Remember, we, and we made the sharks? We made, like... We made, like... A yes. fat shark, a skinny shark, and a macho shark, but we named them from Earthbound, and we named right, them right. Uh, like, um, what's the hula hoop kid's name? Like we named them all those names, like skate, yes. skate shark and oh, Pogo God, their Man Junior. Wait, I have the book. I can look. You it have up the real quick. book right there. I don't remember when. Like, <laughs> fa- fan that? gamer, are you listening? We're using your book right now. I mean, you might as well just give us a brand deal. The three names are mm-hmm. Yes Man Junior, Pogo Punk, yes Man Junior, and Skate Punk. Yeah. It's... <laughs> anyway, 
Um, I, <laughs> no, is that the one that was like SmackDown? I know what you're talking about. No, that. it wasn't SmackDown because I remember playing a ton of SmackDown. I just remember well, we used to have like the Stone Cold Stunner as like a regular move. And we're like, that's it. Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that was a great so, game. I love those games. Real quick rant I want to go on. Very quick, I swear. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to play next, and I have uh-huh. Dishonored 2 and Final Fantasy 15 sitting there. And I read, by the time of this airs, this, all the stuff will probably be out, of course, but like they're adding a new game plus mode to Dishonored 2. So like now you can carry over your powers from one playthrough to the next one. I'm like, well, that sounds awesome. And then Final Fantasy 15 is getting, there's apparently one chapter that's really bad. So they're oh, yeah. redoing they like were whole things. Some stuff. Yeah. So it's like the games are out. But they're getting refined, so it's like I want to wait. But they're out, and I, I you know I totally get like you know we live in the age it's updates. This is a good thing. We want to be yeah, able to patch games and stuff like that. But it's so frustrating. It's like I want to you know especially for us, we're older people now. Time is of the essence. I don't have time to you know I want to make sure that my experience is the best one possible. So I want to play the best version of it possible. So I have to wait for a game that's already out. And this is just one of those like first world problems of gaming right now. I'm a little frustrated with. I, I mean, yeah. I feel you though because uh, it's nice that they're it able makes, to release it. It makes you feel like it's deadline. not actually out. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not the best version of it yet. It's like, you know, right. we, we talk about like No Man's Sky. Like No Man's Sky is going to keep getting posted. Maybe it won't be hot garbage by one point. And it's just like, but it's out. But it's never getting, happened. It's changing. It just I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like you try to explain this to someone at like ninety four. They're like, huh? What? <laughs> Internet? No. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing, but okay. we, I could say all oh, oh, definitely we're all doing more than poor John as he sits in his little room eating his peas yeah. and pooping at the same time. Cause again, uh, we're talking about the bunker. Yeah. Uh, bunker. I forget the developer's name. Skippy, Scappy, Scoop, Scoopy. Let me, uh, yeah, let me, ha- let me pick you up from there, Mark. <laughs> pick you up from there. Take it. From I there, just so there. happened to, thanks for, thanks for. Thank you for that, Dave. Take it. Um, <laughs> Splendy? Splendy. That is the name of the game. And developer? there was like a Y at the end. Yeah. I think. Yes. Skippy. Skippy. I think it is. Chunky. I think it is Splendy. I think that's right. And I, actually, while I'm at it, let me read to you the synopsis of The Bunker. That sounds swell. As the last remaining survivor in a nuclear bunker, John's daily routine is the one thing that keeps him sane. But when an alarm goes off, his mind starts to self-destruct. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so funny. His a, mind is self-destructing. I just pictured a little like timer appear in his little head. Like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> he has to venture into long forgotten areas, recovering long repressed memories and unlocking the dark secrets of the bunker. Dun-dun-dun. Popular user-defined tags for this product are Adventure, Indie, FMV, Horror. And psychological horror. A double horror. Look um, that. Yeah, Not I mean, psychological really... thriller? <laughs> Still the best genre. What was the one that I said? Psychological humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta really get in someone's head to make them laugh. Uh, <laughs> it's like a British thing. <laughs> so that's about all I have to say. I have nothing else to add to this game. That's my entire... Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, that's quite a description. But Dave, what's it like to play this game? Uh, It's... It's all full motion view <laughs> video. It's basically an interactive story with some point and click elements and some um, quick time events. Key keyword some, some not much. <laughs> and and I wouldn't really say they're all like branching stories. I'm pretty sure that's just like 
dead ends or success except for the ending right 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 well, all right well we'll start us off dave yeah. since this is your game fmv what do you think of this format how did it work for you um i think it makes it feel i mean i enjoy watching some fmvs like this because you get more of the actor's performance you know mm. like when he um was in a lot of pain and you saw like that like drool coming out of his mouth and stuff you know it just it made it seem a lot more visceral i don't think that that would come across in like graphics you know what i mean mm. not the yeah, same way at least not the same way you know it'll be like some spittle I'll be like why what is that i'm not sure but you know what i mean but like uh i i definitely um enjoyed that it was fmv and that's part of the reason why i chose it chose in the first place definitely you know, after, different after we played um her story so long ago i've just been like looking for another like foray into that like fmv style see like, really get the actor's performance um game mm. but uh i don't know what, what do you think about that dan because i know you kind of oh. had a different reaction all right well i always say the word i hate this game a little quick but i i have mixed feelings about it because i did like her story after disliking the concept and I kind of went into this with like a blank. I didn't actually know it was full motion video until I turned it on, and I was like, "Oh, this is a cool oh. opening cutscene." All right, when's the <laughs> game gonna start? Oh, okay, here's another opening cutscene. Cool. Oh, okay, I'll select this thing to make the cutscene go. That's fun. And then it dawned upon me, but I I did start to feel very uneasy because of the fact that it was full motion video. Because you, you know, the, it's realistic because it's real, hmm. and yes. the makeup was good too, and that was good about it. But I. uh the, the, it didn't engross me as much, I don't think, as her story did. Mm. I can see um, that. And I, th- I think that's just how I took both games. Interesting. Um, the like, story might, might be why, but I won't get into that just yet. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. kind of get to that. Like, I, yeah. The only game I was thinking, like, because I knew it was full motion video from it, I didn't really know what the story was, but I was yeah. thinking, the, has that, I, I think I'm the only one. Has everyone played the X-Files game? No. <laughs> no, no. This I've is this is back in the day when I got really excited because I had a a gateway computer that came in uh, a cow box. That was my first. Yeah, seriously. So the the X Files game was a full motion video game, and I remember it came on seven discs, and I was like, clearly quality. The more discs you have, the higher quality the game is clearly. And. It was basically like you played this FBI agent and you interacted like you your your story kind of Mulder and Scully were vanished and you have to kind of figure out what happened to them and you went on these investigations and it is very much like this. Obviously it didn't look as good, but it's like full motion video of these different scenes. And like that's the only game I, I know like you guys bring up her story. I didn't even think about that. Like how many few games there are that do this. And, yeah. and, you know, it's kind of funny, like, Dave, you brought up, like, you know how, like, there's the performance and things like that. I think it's only, like, I don't know, pretty fairly recently, like, like The Last of Us jumps out to mind, like, mm. where the CG acting is so good that yeah. it kind of, like, you really, like, buy into the scene. Like, before that, it's not really like this. So I thought that was a good, like, especially the guy, I'm sorry, I don't know his name off the top of the hand, who played John, and a great performance and, you know, yeah. he really sold all those things, especially all, it's mm. for the most part kind of a one-man show. And when you think about, mm. like, graphics, we keep going to try to get closer to as real as possible. And it doesn't get more real than this because it's mm. literally live video. Yeah. But, you know, kind of then transitioning to 
you know, the the story and like how the game actually functions, I think this game kind of showed that while this looks really cool, like there are the limit them like the limitations of what you can really mm-hmm. pull off with this much effort going into the FMV version of it. So like, well, I well, wonder um, if you, I haven't seen a game that is really like first person, but full motion view video. I can't even imagine mm-hmm. like VR maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like imagine like you were alongside of these people somehow. Yeah. And these, but I mean, it has to be like a captured video, you know, like, and it's yeah. just playing yeah. and then it works like prompts. They wouldn't be able to uh, react to you in your motions, right? Yeah. Like, there are only right. like, a few mouse movements. Like, if you focus on this, John will move his head and look at that thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, but there aren't that many. Um, the we should we let's touch about the gameplay first, like because it's very simple, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of don't know what's interactive until you hover over it. Yeah. And, but that being said, there are a few things. One one scene sticks out to me that the what would you call this? I guess the set design it was really good because if it was like lit up or focused on somehow, you kind of knew that it would be interactive and Mm -hmm. that held true for me so like there was a computer that was like the one computer that had a light shining on it Mm. and i was like i'm gonna put the mouse over that and it worked Mm. that's that's a good point that i didn't even actually think about that like it is really set up well where you kind Mm. of or your eyes are drawn to what you should be looking at yeah right which is good that's good on their their you know game design set design mix like that worked for me there but um let's let's in case they didn't play the game or whatever, let's talk about like how the, how it starts. Let's get into oh, the story. Right. About okay, it, you know, does that make sense? The, I, I sure. suppose. It's, it's, take that opening breath, Dave. Yeah, you take that opening. <laughs> you're, you're born September. Uh, what is it? July third, nineteen eighty six. Inside would of a you, bunker. Would we even say we? I would say John is because I didn't feel like I was John. Oh, you didn't feel like you were John. Yeah. No. Okay. That's fair. This wasn't Fallout, where yeah. like you made yeah. a character and then you're born Fallout yeah. Three. This right. is definitely John. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely John, and John is a specific person. He has his right. his problems because you'd be like, get over it, just go down the stairs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, like, I have an interesting point on that, but yeah. let, let's get there. Mm. Yeah. So, Please like, continue. you're born July July third, nineteen eighty six, in a bunker. Um, is it nineteen eighty six? I believe so. Eighties yes. something. Yeah. yeah, it's eighty six. And um, and you're bored in that bunker after there's like basically a nuclear holocaust in in London, right? Mm-hmm. This whole game takes place in England, mm-hmm. and um, you're in this bunker and you you're growing up there, and they they you it cuts to um him in his like thirties, right? Uh, I or think so he's 20s. I think timing 20s. wise about thirty, exactly, or thirty, or a little yeah. more than thirty. Because I think it's it definitely say 30. thirty years later. I think it's the thing. It yeah, it's just thirty. Yeah. Years I thought later. so. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's in his thirties, and uh, you know, it's just him and his mom, as opposed to everyone else. As fifty nine you know. other people. Yeah, yeah. So it's just him and his mom, and she's she's break she's on her deathbed, and she's like, just stick to the routine, and you'll be you'll be fine. His routine is very, very simple. It's like, take your vitamins, make sure you don't haven't been exposed to too much radiation, eat your food, which he does every day on the can, just doing it all in one, in, in one it's go. Gross. It's very efficient. And, uh, yeah, and uh, and then like you know, make sure the the systems are okay, and then read read one of three stories to to your mom, which is 
a little creepy once she's dead and you're still doing it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Over it's and like, over and over. It's like again. Miss Is it Miss Havisham from Great Expectations with the with the cake? Ooh. With the look wedding at you. cake. That's what that's what it powerhouse. reminds me of. <laughs> I never read Great Expectations, I can tell you. Uh, <laughs> Neither did I. Okay, anyway. Well, like, um, did, did we... It's kind of sticking on John, then. Like, did we... Uh, I don't want to say like John, but, like, what did we think of John as a character? Because he's very much... I think that well, is the like, kind of core of his performance in this this role. And, like, he yeah. is obviously traumatized, right? Mm. Right? Like, that was like, oh. that was clear from the, from the get-go. And he's very reliant on his mother, mm, you right. know? And, he, um, he's very sheltered, for sure, you know? <laughs> In a bunker. <laughs> was, it, was it like a shelter joke slash yeah. reference? Well, you know, you think he's in a bunker. He's very sheltered, literally. Anyway, he's kind of a homebody. Um, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get out a lot. He's kind of a shut in. Um, <laughs> he's kind of you know a homebody. Yeah. Um, well, did we think we like Dan? Did you like him? I couldn't relate to him, but mm. I don't think that was the intention. You know. Yeah. Um, I didn't think, oh man, in that situation, I too would feel like I couldn't get the key out of the drawer, <laughs> but I don't know if I would be in that situation because next to the key was his dead mom wrapped up on yeah. a bed. And I'm like, that's a very specific situation that I hope never to find myself in. So yeah, let's not, so. let's, let's not have this happen. So I, I, he was very skittish, but it didn't, I like, I got it. Like I was like, yeah, I would be too, but I couldn't so when, bring myself to feel it. So when you when you recognize that you are probably the only person alive still in that facility, um, well, it tells what you because it, it doesn't say what one. did. Like, yeah, the, but what did, what yeah. was your trepid? What did you think his trepidation was for like going to other floors just because he was disobeying his mother or that he was scared of something? Like, well, what, what was your thought process at that moment in time? I mean, my initial, like, interpretation from it, and I thought it was really a credit to the performance of it, where it was so understood, like, he is very much like a boy trapped in a man's body. And it yeah. was completely understandable given his situation. So, like, I felt like, initially when he has that, when you're now tasked after you do your routine and yeah. things at the facility so, start needing yeah. to be addressed in, I was almost thinking it's like, you know has he ever been outside of this floor? But then as you start to kind of like get the flashbacks and he starts remembering about things as he makes, you see that he's been or... all over the bunker. Yeah. yeah. So I was a little confused at first. I'm like, why did he have so much anxiety about mm-hmm. going down those stairs? But then again, he takes that moment of, mm-hmm. you know, again, you're not really trying to empathize, not empathize with him, but you're not trying to put yourself in his shoes. You're trying to understand him as a character. And yeah, it right. might've been, 10 15 years since he's ever been down there and yeah. when you think about his whole worldview very different than what you would think is standard it made sense and that's what i thought was very interesting about that whole performance that i i didn't want to say as go far as i i pitied him but i i very much got him as a character and it was interesting to yeah. see how he knew who he was and as right. he went through these different challenges how you can see him slowly kind of moving out of his comfort zone putting himself in these very you know, terrifying positions for him and slowly kind of grow as he tried to get to, you know, the, the ending of this. But I guess just as we start going, you know, we can kind of go through the events. So yeah, he, I just wanted to say uh, like initially for me, what I was thinking, cause she was telling him to stick to these couple rooms or whatever, you know, and you'll be fine. Just stick to the routine. Right. And it was only between those three rooms. I was like, 
is there a creature that killed everyone else on the lower floors? Because that's that right. that was my initial expectation, mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. that that we were gonna have like an alien situation that like eventually I was gonna be like trying to deal with stuff in the bunker, but there was gonna be something behind me. Right. You know? did, what, what did you did you have the same feeling, Dan? I I felt I, I had more of the uh, there was a plague that happened because mm-hmm. uh, that was my first reaction, but then. To to Dave's question with the the creature thing that went through my head, but I kind of felt like well then there'd be bodies thrown everywhere, mm. and um maybe you know like so I kind of like left the story to mm. tell me, mm-hmm. but I definitely thought everyone got sick because of the sick bay. There's the first yeah. place you find that isn't your room is the sick bay, so I was like oh everyone obviously got sick. <laughs> See, and what's interesting you bring up that point because I think the indication is that they want you to think what Dave's thinking, but I felt kind of sick that I never went, my mind never went there. It was, they got sick because, but when you look at the sick, there's blood everywhere. It looks like yeah. something very, you know, crazy happened, but, yeah, but right. like there was no like, and I think it would have been a lot, you know, when you were reading the tags, Dan, it was like horror and psychological mm-hmm. horror. I never felt scared though. Like yeah, I really no, felt really. alone more than anything else when I was in, yeah. when I was going through the bunker. I knew that yeah. he was scared. That that yeah. was true, you know. But it wasn't scary to play. And his and his trepidation gave me some anxiety, but like mm-hmm. I wasn't like really like scared. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. So the, what were you gonna say? Dark now? corridors, like just to go back to, I guess the set design really kind of, I guess yeah. I did like that a lot. Like there, the darkness was really effective mm-hmm. in this game. So I. Maybe I'm a wimp compared to you guys, but I did have more fear, I guess, going into it because um, when you first get down to the computer room, you turn on the light because mm-hmm. it's on the wall, and right. I'm like, "There's gonna be, there's gonna be something that kills John." I just killed him. That, that stinks, but mm-hmm. it didn't happen that way. So right, yeah. Well, so anyway, yeah. So like, so when we say he you know the the kind of his life gets turned up down when he's going through his routine that he does every day, and now a fuse is broken so he has to go down to level two where he has a bit long time to fix a fuse and then there's a radiation leak so then he has to go down level three for the radiation leak and as you're doing that you're slowly getting these flashbacks of what he remembers from you know his childhood yeah um and certain particular conversations in which they're talking about um things like um how much how much longer the rations are going to last us right so you're slowly kind of unraveling the story yeah um, and as you know, you kind of go through the simple puzzles and I feel like it's all kind of straightforward until that arm breaking scene, which yeah. I think kind of, for me kind of took this game to a different level. Um, <sighs> so he falls, he, he gets a compound fra- is that what pressure bump yeah. pops? Yeah. Compound. Out of the bone. Yeah. So then you kind of have to walk him or, you know, got him through fixing and, you know, Dan, mm. you mentioned like makeup and stuff like that. Mm. You know, this is one of the things mm. that because it is. It looks, it's an FMV, it looks real. It looked very, very real to me. And I was just very, it was one of the few moments I was felt very squeamish as he's trying to wrap this. And you see, like, Dave, you mentioned the drool coming out of his mouth. Like, that was the point for the gamer me. It really kind of made me, and I think looking at the whole game as a whole, definitely the scene that it felt most kind of tense and very connected with what was going on. Yeah. Especially since you consider him like a man boy, you're like, like, it's like a kid trying to bandage themselves, you know. It's I mean? like, like literally it's, probably the most like one of the most traumatic things that's happened in his life, as it would be for yeah. a lot of us, I think. Yeah. Which, by the oh. way, 
annoyed me so much as someone who has worked as an engineer. When he's down there, I'm like, no, no one would get up on that ladder. No one would. <laughs> they're like that ladder is so precariously leaned against those pipes. I was like, <laughs> you wouldn't. You would set it up right before you went up it. But whatever. He's a kid, essentially. Yeah, basically, yeah. What would you think of that whole scene? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I have a bad thing to tell you guys about how much I played this game. Did you oh. beat it? Dan, you didn't no. get to the arm-breaking scene? But I read everything. But I read everything. <sighs> I, I did, but I, listen. listen. I am listening. <laughs> I stink. I didn't actually, my, my epilogue for this was that I couldn't really finish it. Because well, of how much time I was like not, I felt like I wasn't gonna beat it, and then I started to stop playing it. <laughs> well, I sense. remember when we started playing it, you had the most visceral like, "Dave, what is this?" What yeah, are you I was this? blown away by how like scary it was. That's interesting uh, and, that you thought it was. That, and then, like, and then I let time get away from me because I, I was like, "All right, I'll pick it up." Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, um, uh, how soon did you figure out what was going on, Mark? Like, how, how, how soon did you? So what, Dan? Let's just, let's let's skip ahead. Like eventually, I, I read everything. So he eventually, you find out that the reason why you're the only person left in there is because right. your mom essentially killed everyone to allow enough rations for he, rations for her right. and her son to make it through to mm-hmm. to when the, it would be safe to to leave. Right. She she because that makes sense to me because the first scene you see a flashback in. The, the people that are talking, I guess they're the administrators and the commissioner, right? About mm. how they have like 14 months. And, and John's like so 10, 12. It's... And John's 12 years old or so, like in that yeah. scene. And I guess towards, I saw... this towards later. When that, yeah, when well, no, then up. you see no, the her. Fir- the that scene the again. first time that you go downstairs, the first conversation that you overhear is about the rations. Really? Right. Yeah. And then you see that flashback again towards the end of the game, and his uh, mother's also listening in. Yeah, and she was, worked as a nurse in yeah. the bunker, and she poisoned everybody and made John <clears throat> do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She, she, it's like, not only, yeah, it's, it's, it's all her doing, but he's the one who actually kills everyone. Yeah, he was of. divisive in he's it. He's the, yeah. uh, he's the gun. Yeah, but you, know? you can't, you can't fault him. No. For that he's, just, oh, no you, you can't. he's just listening to. Um, directions right. from his mother. Right. Uh, be honest, this is a super time for a soldier moment for me, where it's the guy with the mask. I uh, didn't literally didn't put it together until he remembers what happened. So oh, that really? reveal didn't really happen for me until that moment, which is basically the last ten minutes of the game. Basically. Oh wow, that's that's incredible. That's totally different experience than what I had because I the first time I go downstairs and they're talking about the rations not making it, I was like. Oh, the mother's gonna kill everyone so her son can live. That's like, like, that's like, it's the most logical conclusion. Yeah, but I was hoping right. for like d- complications with that. There were, there was still like that the, the commissioner was still alive, also, but like, you know. Yeah, that he was skulking around. Yeah, um, and I waiting, I think that, waiting to kill John because he hates him. You know, right? And, the and you know, like going to that point, and, and like one of the things that I felt kind of fell short with this game with me was that sense of like when you think of these this kind of passive horror games like i think of games mm-hmm. like um like soma and amnesia where you don't have a way to defend yourself and there's this threat that you have to kind of hide from like those games feel very tense and yeah. very like nerve-wracking See, I, can, never... I don't think i can play those games 
I thought that was this when I when when we started it up, and it kind of has that vibe to it, but it is never that Mm -hmm. because you know he has those flashbacks of the colonel trying to stop him when the colonel knows what he's going to do with the axe. It's like that like shining moment where he's hitting the axe Mm -hmm. against the window, but I never ever felt like there's something else here besides me. Like he has his, and I thought especially towards the end when he finds the bodies of all the other yeah. people. And then he's trying to get up the staircase at the end and he sees their faces and they're yeah. making the, like the way the sound cuts like that is, it was very jarring, but it, it was very clear to me. This is in your head and the way the game is structured, like in terms of hiding and things like that, I'm pretty sure you can't fail in this game, right? Well, you can. How? You can. If you, there are a few quick time events where like, uh, if you don't click them right, and get them like as I miss them, like mm. the, you'll you'll kind of hit a dead end, but they just restart you from that attempt. The next piece, okay. like like they like when you open the hatch in the war room to go down to the f- fifth level or whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, yeah, down to the sewage layer um, level, you can. There's a quick time event to because he slips, you have to grab the the rung. Right, like I, I did not do that successfully the first time. So he just falls down the chute and he dies but there. It, but he just restarts. Yeah, and then it just restarts, and they make you do the whole push the cabinet out of the way to get to the hatch again. And I was oh, like, that's annoying. Yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, not that's like. Oh, what were you saying? Yeah, the other, and I failed again with like what a, a fast clicking situation at at the very end after you use the right key to get outside and. There's a click of event to um, go on the staircase. Yeah, and like the commissioner or ghost commissioner grabs your ankle. Oh, you know. See, like not to sound like a humble brag, but I never missed anything. So I was like, like uh, I wonder what happens. And I felt like I should. Well, have went back I, and tried. you were playing on the PS4, right? I, was. I I doubt I would have missed anything on a, on a PS4 either. With an actual mousing mouse having to get over to that spot and then hit and then click rapidly was difficult i can oh click yeah a lot. i guess the clicking yeah i could see that interesting you know, well if i was just hitting x i'm sure i would never miss uh you know one of those well you know when i saw the opportunity for trophies i was like well i gotta play this on the ps4 and for the record i platinum this game just oh so, so you did both endings i did do both endings well, you could, could you do it with a save, or did you beat it twice? No, 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 you could just do a save, and it just takes you back to like when you're going up the staircase again. I was like, okay, uh, right. So let's let's kind of jump to that ending. So then there is the La, La Reville Magnifico, that is for your sure. mom behind all this. For some of us, at least, some of us yeah. are coming. Um, so really, like then he hits the point where you see the sacrifice, well, if you want to call it that, that his mother made for him, and, and she's kind of standing here by the end of the do- the door to head out. And it's like, yeah. you know, you're going to leave me behind even though she's dead. So you have the decision, yeah. do you stay or do you go? Dave, what did you do? I mean, I left because F that place, you know? <laughs> like, I get that he's not a good person at this point in time. Like, he killed the commissioner. He helped kill all those people. He's got a, a lot of messed up baggage that he's bringing out with him in the world. Mm-hmm. He's not, like, going to be out there and, like, be able to live a good life easily. You know what I mean? If you're making the assumption that the radiation's gone. Yeah, if I, I am making the assumption that the radiation's gone. Which they don't actually, like, tell you. The first... When you, when you leave, the, the first... The last thing that you get to do is breathe. Just like you did at the very start of the game. Yeah, which I thought was a nice little... Yeah. You know, floops. But, um... I, I, I... 
I kind of felt like I should make him stay just because, like, you know, he doesn't deserve to escape. But so you were you were you were down on him. It sounds like yeah, but I but I was just definitely like he deserves a chance to put this all behind him. Mm-hmm. Interesting, you know, and and years of therapy to get over what happened. <laughs> if there's a therapist left in the world, who knows? Yeah, um, I. I would have done the same thing. Like I did both just because I wanted the trophies. They're two goals yeah. for the record. Which did you do first though? I did the stay because I was like, that's the one I probably wouldn't have done. So let me just see what happens. And when you stay, mm. basically it just kind of zooms out and it shows the door of the bunker and it just kind of goes yeah. out and you don't really know what happens. And, but um, the, your, your ghost mom tells you good boy, right? Yeah, basically creepy yeah so then we i I think and i think the relationship between the mother and son is kind of like at the heart of the story and Mm -hmm. i thought it was you know i think it really does set up where this his journey is kind of the removal of himself from his mother cutting the cord cutting the cord if you want to put it that (laughs) way like you know she is the one who's protecting him this is the only you know family in his for his literally his entire life yeah and but i was thinking that too is like you wouldn't think that he saw a lot of those bunker mates as family. Like he's around them every day. Well, yeah, thirty or so, actually twelve years, I guess. True, yeah, but we don't. Time. But like, since there's no other kids and everyone's kind of workers, yeah. like I don't know, like you never. And I think they do that on purpose. You never get the sense that he has he's a like close relationship yeah. with anyone else. And uh, he says he likes Sam because he smiles at him. That shows that like that he doesn't get much positive reinforcement from interactions from anyone else right like this one person just because he smiles at him yeah and they're they're, they have those little collectibles those little toy figures that you can find as you go throughout the course of the game yeah um and i thought what was interesting is the only one you're given is the mother one and that's the one he ends up using to open up that last hatch and he leaves it behind so i feel like the whole sense is him trying to break away from her that was his moment Yeah, yeah basically um you know what's interesting though, like as we kind of like dive into that that piece of it. Not that these games are on the same level, but it really did make me think of The Last of Us. And spoilers yeah. for The Last of Us. I I, I also felt like that because you you're thinking about the sacrifice or lack of sacrifice that Joel makes for Ellie to keep her alive, right? Yes, and it's the idea. It's like, do you sacrifice the greater good for? But see, but I, I think this is originally I, I thought of that, but. It, you know, really logically, when you think about it, they don't have enough rations for everything for to survive the whole yeah. time. So it's either they're all going to die, yeah. or she can provide him with the opportunity to survive. So it's either he survives and everyone dies, or they all die. And in well, that moment, they, they become cannibals and somebody lasts longer. But there's no way they're going to last thirty years. Yeah, yeah. If that's what what they need for the rations to survive, I know. Yeah. So when you break it down on that that terms, like it's not crazy she, what she did she sees the world in black and white without mor- a moral compass and says the only way my son survives is if i kill everyone else yeah or but it's like, we're all gonna I die anyway and this w- where it put me in a as a father and for you mark mm. as a father it was like would you kill the entire bunker to make sure nell or your kid survives i mean because here's the situation. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, and the there is the question. Justify the means here, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, and especially when you think about the method she does, she's not viscerally going around axing them up. I don't know. Like, I just feel like I can't blame her 
for do like I can, and it's who is she to make this decision? Especially when you know, like well, about who lives and who dies. Yeah, like who is she to be able to do that? But I keep. I mean, if you're cold hearted and you're looking at it from from the outside, you're like, well, it's either everyone dies or some people get to live. No, but that's yeah, like it's but it's a thing. It's like it's one person. Like I don't know if that's cold hearted. I think it's just very removed and pragmatic. It's it's literally zero people live or one person live. Which one would you choose? And it. I don't know, like, again, like, I, I can't justify what she does, because, again, she yeah. does, you know, this isn't something that the, the whole group decides. She, you know, just murders them. They don't know what's happening. Yeah. And I'm sure they would have different feelings on the issue. But at the same time, like, as a parent, like, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And that's why, like, I didn't feel you as realize her. Because you know as a parent that, yes, your kids are more important to you than all these other people. Yeah. And, and... I can't, that's why, like, so, for me, the whole horror aspect, that's my kid, I think he's a, just not a good one, he's a bad seed. He's a but jerk. Like, he's a big jerk face. But, like, I don't know, like, I didn't see her as that, that super evil character, I never saw it, I just thought, okay, I understand, I get it. Yeah, but they, they did portray her as evil uh, in the scenes that I saw. How so? Um, they made her, that's a good boy like that kind of tone very like I think it's overprotective because that sounds like but more so say. that because I mean obviously that's his his brain's um, create you know uh, what's the word incarnation of her and his memory of her mm. but um I don't think I actually agree like that's a very strange pickle to be in especially as one of the only parents in the bunker of a baby that was born there you know like like no one else can relate to her there as much about her child surviving. So to, to make that call, I can, I can see that side of it. It's ridiculously crazy feeling and mm. sounding, but I can see it. Um, but they definitely did give her like a bit of a dark twist because you do have to be a little dark. Oh yeah. After that definitely. happens to, to be like, let's just poison everyone. So my son can live alone in this bunker. <laughs> but I know, but at the same time, and like, hopefully make it out. I think you got to give a little more credence to the situation they're in. Like, they don't know what, like, what's out there anymore. Like, the world yeah. could be gone and right. it's gone pretty forever. Much cut off from everything. Yeah, yeah, and like, right. the, just the idea. It's you know, especially I feel what, like we're entering. What, dark what are you? Times now. What are you saving him for? Or yeah, saving and him it's from? just like, but at least exactly. you're saving. I mean, but then there's the whole thing. It's like we all should just die. But I don't know. Mm. Like, I just don't think. I just, I can't, I just never really, I could see definitely twisted, but I never saw that that is an, you know, same thing like with Joel, bringing it back to Last of Us. It's like, you know, he sacrifices, you know, Neil Druckmann at PSX, they had that panel and he described if the theme of the first one was hope and he sacrifices the hope of mankind for his personal hope that he needed a reason to keep living and that was Ellie. So he was willing to sacrifice it for that. Like... One of the things that I always think is interesting about the Last of Us ending mm. is that, like, throughout the game, you, a lot of the yeah, there are the fungus monsters, right? Mm. But that's only part of the threat. The rest of the threat are all the other people in the mm-hmm, in the right. world who are just looters, cannibals. You're like, is you get to that? Is mankind worth saving? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. Took the words out of my you, mouth. You asked that the whole time. Threat Last of Us, and yeah. and you conclude that it probably isn't when you meet yeah. David, especially he's yeah. the worst. Yeah, and 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 then obviously Joel starts to make you question that too because 
here is a man who has the key to save humanity to restore a civilization to what it was before the infection spread. And he said, nah, well, I like her. Maybe. <laughs> but that's another it's more thing. Than it's that. like, right. it's, it's only that there's a chance. It's not like they open yeah. up her brain, they find out what made her immune, and now they saved everything. Like, that's, yeah. you know, we think that that's the, our greatest chance of success. He could, right. you could have wasted, you could have killed Ellie for nothing. You know, it's interesting, right. Dave, that you brought that up it's because true. I was listening to um, P.S. I Love You and they were talking about the, the Last of Us, the part two reveal. And Colin Moriarty felt exactly the same way you did that, you know, there's, no, there's not a guarantee. And when he asked Neil Druckmann about it, Neil Druckmann was like, no, I th- the way we wrote it was always the impression that this is a definite thing. Like she will provide the cure, which gives more weight to his decision, which is interesting that like he saw well, I'm the, still as a the skeptic. creator. Yeah. Yeah, but then As, you know, I Colin... feel like from my version of Joel, he's a skeptic. He wouldn't buy it. You could tell him science has been he wrong before. Yeah. yeah, and Colin literally said yeah. a very similar thing to do. It's like, well, my interpretation of it was a different way. So, but like, and kind of bring it back to like the bunker. Like, I just don't think that end. Like, you know, we can go back and forth, like, about the mother and her motivations and things like that. She did what she mm. did. And, you know, John's decision to kind of, I think the the story is building towards that removal of her to hopefully mm-hmm. a new life. Um, I think it's a good story. So as we start kind of like wrapping it up, I'm kind of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Dave, I'll give you the first tee off since it was your, well, the, your there's, game. There's, there's one thing that I want to yeah. ask you about. Do you know the keypad where all the bodies are stored yes. behind? You, you, do you remember what the key code is? Uh, three seven something. You three seven, seven eight, three seven eight six. You can tell because of the blood on the numbers, and there's like there's one less, you have there's to less kinda, blood. Yeah, yeah. There's less it's blood as she goes, but it's his birthday in a in a British is. way. It's third oh. of of July eighty six because that's that the out. only thing that she's focused focused on is her son. Good point, Dave. Did not think about that. I was just I like, there's more we, blood on that button than that button, so that goes yeah. first. <laughs> we we did glaze over one very big question about this whole game, okay. and I think it's huge. Um, what book did you guys pick to read to your mom, and first, was it the same all the time? Oh, I definitely did a different book each time, and the first time I took, I took the instruction manual first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I was thinking that this was going to be like um, a chase sequence type game possibly yeah. later and I wanted as much information on the bunker as possible and I was like maybe this so is literal. maybe this is an mm. insight that will help me later that's how I was mm, thinking about geez. it it's funny uh, you, Mark? there's a trophy called bookworm and to yeah, achieve okay. the bookworm trophy there is a specific order <laughs> you need to do them in so you had to read the Bible first. Then mm. the next time you have the opportunity, you read the manual. And then the last one is Treasure Island because apparently that's his own go-to book. So I had to do uh, it that way, but I also read that in the trophy walkthrough. So see, a I, read all, that. <laughs> I read all three in Steam and I chose the instruction manual first. Because mm. I think no matter what, the third time he'll, he takes Treasure Island, you don't get right. the opportunity to choose. Yeah, so that's like that's why you have to choose... like. You have to pick one of the other ones before Treasure yeah. Island. When I, I when I started, I started playing, and then I, I was like, you know what, I am going to get the platinum, and I read back with like, crap, I have to start over. I initially mm. picked Treasure Island because... Because it's a real that, book? Because it's a real book. 
of those right. three, it's the most real of all those books. Zing. Um, Ayo. Ayo. Save it for the... <laughs> the Theology Podcast. I, I chose Treasure Island two Sh- of the three Shout out to around the NFL. Uh, Treasure go. Island every time. Yeah, I uh, I didn't want to bother with those other two pieces of... <laughs> We're getting very negative on religion. Literature, <laughs> of course. Literature, pieces of literature. You know what I always um, thought was interesting? In a, in a religion class that I took at Seton Hall, right, where I went to university right um where they talked about how the bible is a a book that's made up of a bunch of manuscripts but it's selective like there's a lot of things that didn't make the cut into the bible Uh and i always think of that like as like almost like uh how people might say if you're reading a history book that you're you're only getting like the winning side story Mm. you know all right well let's let's quit pooping i just i just wanted to i just wanted to put that out there So, yeah. Yeah. so actually, what do we what do we wrap up with, Dan? Like, Dan, you you tagged out very quickly. I, I tagged out, but I read the story, you know, because I was curious and I also needed to be informed. I'm sorry, I didn't get the same experience as you guys, mm. but I, I did kind of lose my patience with it. So <laughs> that's not nice. Can I, um, as you read along the story, what would you have <laughs> if you had the decision for him to leave or stay? What would you have done? I would have. All right. So when you made your decision. I think you and I made it for the same reasons, too, because we both were like, I don't want to stay here, me, which yeah. I find I would have left, is what I'm saying. I know. I, but, I, I find it hard to believe that anyone would, like, I think of the three of us, I'm the well, most sympathetic to the mom, but even I realized, like, you got to leave. Like, that's the thing. The hardest do. part about that decision is that up until that point, we were all thinking about John as uh, not us. Mm-hmm. But at the point of, like, what happens to this character... We always want them to have a happier ending than what could be, which I guess it's a little happier to be out in the world than die next to a tree oh. versus dying next to a pipe in a bunker that's forgotten. So still death. We all kind of. I always feel like that happens with endings. Yeah. It's like you want the better one. And let, yeah, let's and let's point out the decision to stay is suicide, right? I mean, they're both technically it's, might. It's it's the yeah. idea of I guess the known quantity versus the but, unknown. Well, you well, you know that the. The bunker is con- fully contaminated with radiation at this point. Well, that the whole thing. Well, I guess where the food is, so he's gonna. No, the whole so, the whole thing. It starts question, and it goes all the way down. Uh, I guess it, you're right. Now, what's the source of the radiation? Just, this is the one thing when I read it, I'm like, what's um, what's inhabiting? What's radiating the bunker? So if, the world is better. Well, allegedly, the f- allegedly, it could get stuck in the filtration system. You know, okay. once the air filters break down and like. Basically, that stuff hasn't really circulated out, even though it might be fine outside. Mm. Okay, got it. So, so it's basically it's trapped air. because all you're redoing in that bunker is recycling the same air. Right. Mm. Got it. Okay. You know. And sometimes it breaks down. So, and you got to put on your yellow suit, go outside, even if you're a child, and fix it. Shout out to yeah. sheltered. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I would have definitely left though. <laughs> For me, I, th- for I think that's that's the like the ending to do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's wrap this up because we've been going along. Yeah. So you wanted to say what did you think of it, right? Like I, I thought it was eh. In the long side, like I appreciated what it was, and I enjoyed the actor John's performance and the mother's performance. Everyone's performance I thought was great, but mm-hmm. um, as a game, I'm like it was eh. I'm like there wasn't a. There wasn't a lot of puzzle solving. It was really like push him to do the thing that he's afraid to do. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. And what about you, Dan? I, I 
that was I mean like as I was playing it I was like this is I feel like I'm just delaying the movie like just let me watch this film it seems like a cool film I want to watch it okay let me go choose the bookcase fine mm-hmm. oh that was the wrong thing okay and then like that was where I that's where I fell apart because I wanted to watch the movie but there was too much touching the world in the way <laughs> touching the world in the way so I, like I was kind of like put off by that so but it, uh, it was a good movie yeah. I, and I, I'll hearken on the same kind of point like I think especially like narrative driven games I, I really like this really felt like a movie that they tried shoehorning gameplay into and it doesn't really work like um the puzzle solving is very basic it's almost kind of like rom it's like what's the one thing i can interact with okay that's what i need to do you know like it almost kind of reminds me of like like a telltale game but at the same time like a telltale game has the different characters and you have narrative branching paths you can go through and different dialogue trees which this doesn't have it has very simple puzzles like it just it would have been a better movie than a game I agree. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, but like at the same time, like the movie, the aspect of the story and the acting, I thought was good. So, I, I've like Dave, I would say, meh, meh. <laughs> so that's official. I, I, only, I missed one of those toys. I was annoyed. I was like, oh, it's gonna be in like the next room. It's just I haven't reached it yet. I missed one. There's one. There was one. <laughs> was it the last one? It was the one that was in the center of, of like. Like yeah. in the display of nine, I don't know which one it was. For me, it was uh, the one that would have went in the center. Okay, I, I, there was one. I'm telling you right now. I the reason I got them all because I used the, a, a guide. A guide. Yeah. There was one. I was like, there's no way I would have found that. Like it's you can't see it, but you, if you hover over where it tells you to hover over, there's an icon. Yeah. And that was a little tricky. I mean, half the ones I got were like that. I was like, yeah. oh, I can click here. The soldier. Did you guys like sweep the screen? I know we're like supposed to try to be uh, ending it, but like when you sometimes. were looking around for things, you just go like scan, scan. Up, oh, there's something. There in, in a yeah. in a desperate situation, yeah. Once yeah, or if twice. I yeah. if I didn't have an exact understanding of what I'm supposed to be doing, that was just like okay, that's what I gotta mm-hmm. do. You sweep. All right, so dinosaur machines, the bunker. Meh. Meh. <laughs> Good movie. Weird game. Weird game. Final segment of the night. It's the tastemaker. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Dave just passed out. <laughs> you make it, buddy? Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, we ha- Who's we have doing to- the question? Wait, before that, we have to clarify. Me. Oh, okay. So last week's. <laughs> All right. So I, I uh, goofed. I've been goofing. That's a straight goof from tastemaker to not finishing the bunker. Straight oh, yeah. goof. I apologize to my listeners. I apologize to you guys. Dan Colonna, straight goof. Straight goof. So uh, Dave gave the correct answer, and I said, no, sir, that is false. You are correct not. Um, <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah. it was such a great question. <laughs> it was a great It was a silly question. It this was ca- This flunk. car is black, not. <laughs> so I, I, I have to take away the point that I gave to Mark. But we've decided now, to do what? The point I five. Still, I gotta go point, point five. fives. We're doing. Point I think fives. that's fair. Because we were kind of also we were kind of loosey goosey with the with the first kind of strikes. So right. I'm I'm I think it's a totally like. I don't think one of us showed more knowledge of the Sims franchise than the other one. 
Sims okay. Turkey Thanksgiving. <laughs> As I allow Bailey to come into this space, Beast Battlestar. <laughs> well, so the the current scoreboard then technically would be it is Dan zero Zilch Nada. Although he's got freaking three silver monkeys, the bum. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So anyway, we um, were just doing the scoreboard. So then Dave point five, me point five. I can have a nice 1.5 lead if I win over Dan because Dave is the asker today. Dave, what what are you asking about tonight? Okay, so uh, here's here's what we're doing. Wait, okay. I have to get into my serious post. Okay, okay. Yeah, this, this is this is what I I've decided on for you guys. This is what you'll be doing. I am thinking of a game. Okay, <laughs> we're basically doing 21 questions. You guys oh, are gonna no. be you guys are gonna be alternating the questions. Okay, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if I say yes or no, maybe. It's, they'll all be yes, no, maybe answers, the way that you structure the questions. But after your guess, you are allowed to... After your question, you are allowed to guess. Okay, if, so it's not like okay. we're cheating off each other. Yeah, but you will be giving information to, the to each opponent. other Yeah, as you ask these questions. Now, what occurs if we don't get it after 21 questions? No, there is no real 21. It okay. is just you guys are going to go until you get it. Okay. Okay? I was going to All right, Dan, so we're kind of teammates, Dan, but we're kind of enemies. Right. Uh, we're teammates until it behooves the other to, to betray. betray. Okay. okay. So yes. Dan is champion. So, Mark, I'm going to flip a coin. You call it heads or tails, and you can choose. You can opt to ask the first question or... You know, give Dan that opportunity. Okay. All right. What so say you, challenger. Uh, I will. Heads or tails? Heads. It is tails. So Dan, you get to choose. Would you like to have the first question? Would you like or to defer kick to Mark? off or receive? Well, yeah. I'll kick off. Okay, it's kicking. All off. right. So so, Mark, you have the uh, the first question. All right. So Dan, what I'm thinking right now, I'm going to talk to you as we do this. Okay, go for this it. This is a big. Let's work together at the beginning. I think the biggest thing we got to figure out date. When does this game came out? Mm. Genre. Um, so I'm going to go. My first okay. question. So you want to do date, genre, and then you'll want to get into how the game is. Well, then we'll kind of let ourselves do what we're going to do. But I think okay, let's so work first together. You know let's the get time an era. And the, and the what? Did this game come um, after. This was this game released after in the two thousands. No, no, so it's earlier. Okay. okay. Or it was or the twenty tens in this decade. Yeah. So maybe you want to ask. Um, the, I'm not gonna bother. I guess until I. No, feel I'm gonna like, I'm gonna try to get genre while while we work on time. Um, is this game an action adventure title? No. Shit. Uh, uh, did this game come in the, out in the 90s? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, Is this game an RPG? No. So 90s is going to be <laughs> Super NES, PlayStation 1, right? Like that generation? Well, don't don't ask it in the form of a question. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud. So it, I know. you said RPG, not action adventure. No, he said uh, it's not an RPG either. Right, so it's neither of those things. Uh, right. Is this game a platformer? No. Uh, 
Is this game a fighting game? No. Dan, we're struggling uh, here, man. Okay, well, you're, it's your turn. I think I know where tape went. Is this game three-dimensional? No. Okay, 2D. Is this game a simulation? No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the... Okay. Is this I game sim-ant? No. Um, <laughs> I thought about doing that, Dan. It's I thought a about... 2D game. Really, really Do you shoot a, a weapon in this game? No. What? What is this? Oh, is this a puzzle game? No. Do you use a? Do you have a weapon in this game of some kind? No. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Mark, it's passive. It's passive. Uh, is this a racing game? No. We're running out of genres, then. Uh, <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe you should come up with different questions instead of just asking pointed questions at genres. Okay. 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 Mark, uh, it's your turn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you see your character as you play? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. He has that one. Okay, so it's a third-person game. We know this um, game, right? It's not like something random. Absolutely. Do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You see your okay. character. Okay. Um, I, do... I will tell you that it, it is a well-known game. Okay. It is. It's not like a like I pulled this out and it's a random game that that I know all three of us played. You know what I mean? It is a Yonoid. Is it no Yonoid? No. no, you said there's no weapon. I, is jo- I was joking. Also, it's my, it's my turn. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. um, I got very serious just now. Uh, is, do, you, do you pilot a vehicle in this game? Um, there are moments where some, that you may be interacting with the vehicle. Okay. Mm, okay. That counts. Are you a human? No. Hmm. Okay. Do you play as uh, a girl? No. Let me ask you this. So when we ask a question, we have the opportunity to then guess the game afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't one of your questions, though. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Can I I'm, ask I'm a just question? I'm just clarifying the, the rules. Okay. Yes. So we have to remember to remember uh, the things. Are you this. in... Do you wear clothes... Yes. Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. This is your opportunity to guess. Or is this game Crash Bandicoot? No. Damn. Okay. There is combat in this game, right? Is that a question? I mean, that's my question. That's my question. <laughs> is there combat? <laughs> is there combat in this not, game? Not really. You're an animal. And there's no combat? Hell you I think doing? I know what it is. Mark, well, you, you can guess, Dan, because you had a question. Uh, is it Jack and Daxter? No. Oof, thank goodness. It's not the right answer. He wears anyway. clothes. He has a full outfit. Oh, he does. Wait, did, was that the answer? Is that the question I asked? The clothes? And you said you yes. asked about clothes. Yes, yeah. That was animal who before. wears clothes. What animal wears clothes? Oh. Um, is this a rhythm game? Yes. Is this game Parappa the Rapper? It is Parappa the Rapper. Mm, suck it, Dan. Suck it. <laughs> We're just friends. <laughs> just now. <laughs> if I didn't ask that question about I was thinking, he, every genre that existed, you would have never gotten to that one. Well, I, yeah, I would have thought you guys, after all the meta tag information that Dan has thrown at you guys, I wouldn't have thought that you guys would have just gone deeply into genre. Like, like <laughs> is it a colorful game? Is it a... Uh, 
Is you it know, a game is where it... you wear a hat and need to pee at well, one point? David, uh, Mark and I are very binary. We're yeah. like, well, what do you do? <laughs> what are you doing in this game? There's no so is that, the, is that the... That's, that's it. it. He's, He's got, got it. Maker? Mm, that's a tastemaker. That's a 1.5. Wow. What? I'm feeling it. Okay. okay. And they're re-releasing it. And it's. I have a feeling... I'm just going to throw this out there. Tell Pra-pra- me more. Crap the Rapper. Probably not a good game anymore. What? I feel like that was a game. Kick Punch, it's all in the mind. Kick Punch, it's all, you, you know, t- turn the signals <laughs> to the left, now turn to the left. I feel yeah. like that's a game. Because that's turn to the left. Yeah. Rhythm games weren't like a thing back then. Like, that was an early rhythm game, and I feel that like. That was a very early rhythm we've game. We've learned yeah. so much through, like, good rock band and Reds. <sighs> like, I feel dance, like. Dance Revolution. <laughs> yeah, I just I feel have like. something to add. Please add. I think that. Parappa the Rapper is loved for its creativity. Oh, I, I, I think I will always say it's a great game. But I, I just sort of feel has like a rock band. I just feel like when we replay it, it's going to be like, oh, this is not as good as I remember it being because it's just we've learned things about that genre more now. No, man, I, hope, I think that it's more exciting to play original music that you can only hear by playing that game. I gotta Whereas believe. you could like. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just you say can hear all those songs. It's no Um Jammer Lammy. I love Um Jammer Lammy. Oh, no, 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 no. That's that, that metal sequel, song right? that's like dope. <laughs> I um, thought about Lame. using Um Jammer Lammy, but I was like, no, they'll never get that. That's a deep cut. That's that's, too, that's uh, kind of a deep cut. All right, so I never played that. I never had a PlayStation at that point. Well, we're gonna have to definitely play it. Maybe we could pick it for Game Club. That might be something. Although it'd be a very like weird that. conversation. Mm. Um, but Dave, what are we playing next time? We should get to that. <laughs> oh yeah. Let, let me fire up the machine. The machine. The machine. Do we have an official name for the machine, or is it it's just... a dinosaur machine? I think it should oh. just be the machine. Well, what if it's the, the dinosaur machine? machine? Well, it doesn't we should really... call it the pterodactyl, oh, and we where... have to come up with what every letter means as an acronym. Oh, <laughs> that's quite a feat. We would start, start with, with a P. P. <laughs> the possible processing. The pro- oh, that's better. Processing terminal. Evangelical. Something. Uh, something. <laughs> we have lots of choices left. I'm gonna there guess it's gonna be Saturday morning RPG. Uh, and that's what wow. it is. You nailed yeah. it. Oh, oh my god! Er- er- everything's coming up, Mark. <laughs> everything's coming up, Mark. Now, baby. Maybe just the world's gonna work out. Um, this was my game. Um, I know it's like a Saturday morning cartoon. I wasn't sure if I was going to pick it, but then there's like Back to the Future references, so I'm like, oh, maybe Dan will want to play it. Oh, actually. I'll finish this one. Oh, maybe you will. Uh, I know it works <laughs> like, in episodes, like, it. like, like a like cartoon, a and that's about it. And I hope it's not terrible. Hopefully. I'd like to make a, a minor statement. Um, I think this might be the first time we've ever run the cycle uh, in three episodes straight. Like Dan oh, that's first. true. Dave second, Mark third. No one's ever doubled up like this. We usually no, we've double never up. hit the cycle. Interesting. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, we usually... Someone doubles up, usually. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, hopefully that's a sign of good things to come. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we won't have another Bald Boy incident. <laughs> From the lost season. We don't, Again, we don't speak we actually, that. We, we literally... All we do is refer to that season. I know. I know. <laughs> We need to like re. We need to like do her story again because that's the only one I really feel like requires all that. We're not gonna. Aren't they making a spiritual successor? Are they? Or something? History. I feel like I read something oh. about them. We can't. We can't. We we cannot go back. We go forward. That's what we yeah, do here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. Well, this is episode twenty of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and you didn't think it was complete butt, 
you can rate us at iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher. You can tell all your friends about it. You can tell strangers about it. Just go up to them the street and be like, hey, listen to this podcast. It's not terrible. And then you <laughs> jam your terrible. earbud in their ear. And they're like, get away, strange person. <laughs> um, if not that route, you could just follow us on Twitter. We're at Dino underscore machines. I'm at at Magrocrack. I'm at and, zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Dano Mac. And you can also go to your local Apple store and download Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast onto all of their uh, iTunes products Ooh. so that when people go to use it... It's like a Watchdog's like sub-marketing campaign. Just, <laughs> just go ahead and do it. And, yeah. You can name your child Dino underscore machines. <laughs> yeah. Do underscore machines. Dino underscore machines. The full thing won't fit. And you can email us with any other marketing genius ideas because clearly we're working with sticks and we're just smacking them together at this point um have a wonderful evening morning whatever you listen to bye 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 (laughs) (laughs) and here's the stupidest reasoning as i felt like at the time all the nhl teams that disappeared during our childhood were Canadian. Uh-huh. And Hartford is the only non-Canadian team that disappeared. The whale. Yeah. So the Hartford Whalers went away. But what also, so that, away? that's the Quebec Nordiques. They became the Colorado right. Avalanche. The, Winni- the, Winni- the Winnipeg Jets, Winnipeg who Jets. I think are back now, but that's an also a Canadian team that went away, became the Atlanta Threshers. It was like an and now they're not, they're not Winnipeg's Jets. They're someone else. Oh, someone they're else's the, Jets? Uh, I think the, they might the be. The San Diego Toboggans.